0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: 602 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. Get your feet on the floor. Jumpstart your day. Hey, just some advice to you if you haven't been out yet. Get your if don't you don't go. if you don't have one of those uh, uh, things for your vehicle where you brush off the snow off the top. Get your broom if it's a soft brush. Get your broom if it's a soft brush, man. What if your
2: windshield wiper fluid pump is out
3: or it's frozen? <laughs> is that you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, that stinks.
2: I had my arm out the window pouring windshield wiper fluid on my windshield as I'm driving.
1: By the way, Baltimore. uh
3: County public schools? Yeah. Close. Yeah, they called me and texted me and then wouldn't let me hit decline on it, so I had to wait for the demo. You still go to school? Yeah. I guess it's because I was coaching Baltimore County Public Mm -hmm. Schools, so I'm on that list, so I get every text, every call, every Every day, yeah, every minute, 45-second voicemail (laughs) that Baltimore County Public Schools leaves you when you don't need it. As of now, Baltimore City Public Schools open on a two-hour delay. Yeah, screw y'all kids. Get your ass to school. (laughs) That's tough, man. Anne Arundel County, uh, I think, is usually the last to kind of cancel it, too. Yeah. i um, looking at Baltimore. i mean, in County. school still open. Two hours late. Do you remember? Well, I, I don't know how much it affected you guys, but, like, my childhood was what, getting up, looking at the ticker on the TV, waiting for it to go across, and, like, all right, alphabetical order. Yeah. All right, there's Anne Arundel. Yeah, we know they're not closing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just waiting to see if your school was two hours or closed. And
1: Anne Arundel County, speaking of which, still opening two hours late. So as of yet now, the only public school system that has announced a closer is Baltimore County Public Schools. Yeah, the roads aren't
2: great, especially the side roads. They're not. Coming up Clarkview was tough.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, the weird thing about being on... It was. It really was. was. You made that right turn. It was a little tough. Depending on where you're at on 695 or 95 is that you have these very clear patches... And so it's it's almost like fool's gold where you're like okay I can go a little bit faster here like everything's clear mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you run into one of those patches it's not or you got people that are in between lines because they can't see the lines couldn't see lines at all Yeah so you know it's just it's tough just be safe out there
2: Yeah
1: 410-583-1057 that's the number bottom was big bad morning show on the fan uh glass of good football over the weekend we'll talk about that uh a little bit later actually at 6:15 but right now um Man, uh, big weekend, huge weekend. Uh, for, for me, Friday, winning a big game against City. I told you guys about that. Had the bull roast on Saturday. Hopped on the bus Sunday, went up to New York. I was telling you guys before the show, lost two up in New York, but we played against some absolute animals. And I mean that as a compliment, you mm-hmm. know, basketball players. A compliment, great, great basketball players. Yeah, but, it wasn't a team fully made of wolves. Right, right. But to have a team full of sophomore and freshman like I do, Jeremy, I was proud of. Them. I, I honestly proud of when college coaches come up to you, ask you for information on your kids. You know, you know,
3: you competed. I thought that was a big lift, not only for this team but for the program moving forward. Yeah, I mean that's always cool when people start asking questions about your kids. Unless there are other coaches in the area, get away from them. <laughs> get away from them. No, but uh, you know, hearing about that. I mean, it's a busy ass weekend. With all the playoffs going on, um, everything else that, that transpired this weekend, the weather, we had an NFL game get moved, which it makes me wonder, are they going to, is this something they'll transition into in the future? It's like 2-2-2. Two, two, and two. Um, uh, Yeah, and depending on how you feel about Monday night football playoffs, and, and, and eventually what it led into for the Ravens, because the Ravens are sitting here waiting, yeah. still trying to find out who they're going to play. And we got the playoff talk on
1: that other segment. Ed, how'd you spend your weekend? Um, in Florida. And then you come back up to this mess. Yeah. What was the weather like in Florida? Tell us. It
2: it was rainy and cold. Oh. It was oh. cold. Sixty? Fifty. 50? fifties, uh, yeah. Was it jacket 60s weather? 30, 30. Yeah. Oh, you dog. oh, it was freezing. Brutal. Yeah,
1: the jacket on Jeremy.
2: And a long sleeve shirt. Probably couldn't wear shorts. <laughs> yeah. No, I did wear shorts and you'll hear about that in my shovel.
3: Oh, nice. Did one of the boys fall out?
2: It was terrible. Terrible.
3: Now I met with you down uh, on Saturday. Yeah, a good time for about an hour. Green Turtle, it was so funny watching everybody screaming at the TV with Flacco, which I know we'll talk about. But um, yeah, it was at, you know I was at the Green Turtle. I had a couple of looks with daggers. My, with oh daggers yeah, when you started yelling, somebody was like, "Why is this guy rooting? A- is he rooting against him?" It's like, "No, man, come on, just read the room." I had people, <laughs> I had people this weekend that were coming up to me saying that their fans, the Ravens fans, were worried about Flacco coming here because they didn't know who they could root for. Really? Yes. Really, yes, that, that was
1: something, yes, it was, Jeremy, dude, we could have this conversation for an hour. we can, <laughs> we can you have a fa- you have a you have a group of fans who would much rather Lamar lose so they can tell you I told you so again than the other way, listen, you guys know I hated Joe Flacco, but I never rooted for the Ravens to lose because of that no i I-, ne- I never did that. I hated Joe Flacco, but I always pulled for him to win a game because he played on my team.
2: And I was a big fan. I liked him. I think he did a lot for this team. But there's no question who I root for if they played the Ravens. I mean, come
3: on. Well, it's like you know. I told people I found out that um, that I was a fan of Peyton Manning more than I was a a Colts fan because once he left, I realized like I'm like, well, he went to Denver and then they play the Colts in the playoff or you know in, in a meaningful game at the end of the year, and I'm going. I want to see Manning win another one. I, yeah. I realized I was more of a Manning fan than I was an actual Colts fan. So when he hung them up, it's like you don't have a team per se. Um, but, you know, you know what's good here. The Ravens winning is great for business. It's great for a lot of friends in the area. And, look, I, I love seeing it. So it's just fun,
2: especially. And it's fun when you travel. Because one of the guys, we, there was a birthday party we went to on Saturday night. And this huge guy comes over named Roland, friend a friend of ours. And a big Steeler fan. Gushing over the Ravens, oh, you guys! That first time we shouldn't even beat you. Seven, seven drops. He, was, he was just, "Nobody's going to stop you." It's just fun to hear about your team from all these other, you know, because everybody else, you know, they were fans of different cities. Everybody's from somewhere else. So, wasn't the Steelers fan trying to convince you they were a better team because
1: they were two and zero? Games? No,
2: <laughs> no.
1: There was some no. of that.
2: He was just going on about and on and how good the Ravens are. So, other than other than football, how'd you what you do this weekend, Jeremy?
3: No, it was was a lot of football for me at the Green Turtles. So I was there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, you know, watching the games. Uh, Pretty cool to see like the fans that show up and who everybody's rooting for. And and it's the one thing about you know like being at a sports book that's kind of cool is like the people that are that have their bets placed, and you see random people cheering on things you didn't expect. Like uh, (laughs) what was it yesterday? Some uh, oh uh, when um, Khalil got in. Yeah, was uh, some play, yeah. When he got in the end zone, somebody had him for an anytime touchdown. So you see him jump up and start yeah. cheering. You are like, well, that was a really weird one because it didn't do anything for the spread. But uh, well, I mean, any points help. But um, just kind of funny to see that stuff. So yeah, it was a ton of football. I
2: thought Allen's play was great. Then Khalil's play, like, damn. Yeah, it's a good team.
3: Well, people were laughing. At him. Well, I know we're going to get into the games. Yeah. but you know, it, like all the different games we had this weekend, and even like I said, the two, two, and two, how it worked out on Monday to get a doubleheader on a day that most people are off. Angry Joe sounds off at 645. Don't go anywhere.
1: You'd be surprised at who he wants to sound off on this morning. But on the other side, six games. i got to be honest with you. I was excited about Wild Card Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. But it was Big Bad Morning Show talking NFL playoffs on the fan. Okay,
4: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: Jordan Love drops to his left knee. That'll do it. The Green Bay Packers are the first seven seed ever to win a playoff game. They dominate in Dallas. They end the Cowboys season with a 48-32 win. The Green Bay Packers will go to San Francisco and take on the 49ers in the divisional round next week.
2: And the Terrapins continue to shine defensively. They give up 67 today. And they beat Illinois 76-67. to
1: So, Ed, I'm up at Hotel Indigo up in your city, New York, and I'm watching this game. And I just can't stop giggling. I mean, the Cowboys invent ways to lose, don't they? In the postseason, they do. They it's, are the gift that just keeps
2: giving. And again, this is nine, is anybody surprised? Yes and no. Not yeah. Again, not really. Yes or no. I mean, Cowboys probably a much more talented team, but I'm not. When I was like, yeah, I see it. The,
1: the the what the youngest team in NFL history to win a postseason game. It's just yet another way. To lose a game. Jordan Love, who I like a lot. I like Jordan Love. He comes in there, and he just completely controls the football game, Jeremy. Going 16 of 21, 272, three touchdowns. The Packers ran the ball. They threw the ball 21 times, ran the ball 33 times. They just controlled. They dominated.
3: The game, the score, the game wasn't as close as the, the final score. No, they, they did everything they wanted to do. And then, oh, by the way, in the second half, when – you know they're coming out and they're running the football in first, second and third down primarily. And then all of a sudden they're just still just gashing you in the run game. Like mm-hmm. I was telling somebody else the the Rams Lions game what they what the Rams did is they went to a five man front where they couldn't double team Aaron Donald anymore. And obviously they have the personnel to be able to do this and, and make it look that way. Um and it slowed down what the Lions were doing because they were moving down the field on them. And it was like the Cowboys made zero adjustments. Yes. And their defensive coordinator's out looking for head coaching. Yeah, he's now. actually looking for You know, he, he's getting interviewed. And look, I do think he's a good coach, and I think he's a good defensive mind. But it, it just felt like one of those games where you're watching it. And I kept saying uh, um, to the people I was sitting with, because the way that it, uh, the story ended, and they said it was a great <laughs> yesterday, and this was uh, speaking of the Cowboys game, so this was yesterday. But on uh, on Sunday, uh, the sports books had a great month on Sunday. Meaning they won so much freaking money because the Cowboys lost on the money line, parlays, teasers, everything. It made them so much money. And you're watching the game. People kept putting more money down like they're going to come back. Oh, they're plus 800 to win. Oh, they're going to come back. They kept dropping more and more money live betting the game, which you can do now. That's what Cowboy fans do. Oh, my God. And I I was talking to one guy. He said, I'm not even going to tell you how much money I lost. He said, I bet it seven different times. Seven different times live betting it like it was going to happen.
2: Has anyone seen Rashawn?
1: He actually did text me during the game. I was shocked. He texted me during the game, and I can't read the text on air. But you can only imagine. Jerry asked
3: him to speak to the team. Hey, fan. with all
1: the coaching candidates out there, do you really want to hire Dan Quinn? No, I don't get it.
3: I don't either. With All the coaching candidates out there, I think, what does he fall in line? It's a retread, man. Yeah, I, just, I don't. I don't, I don't get think. It. I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's done anything oh, to be deserving oh, of getting. No, a, I don't either. I but, don't either.
1: Browns Texans, your thoughts on that one, Ed?
3: Uh, it's
2: just what we've been talking about. I think with C.J. Stroud, they're a really good team. And again, that was I picked the tab. Te- well, we didn't pick, but I mean, I picked the Texans to win. I thought they were going to win. I didn't think they win that big, but he's just C.J. Stroud is good. And you, you're going against the allegedly the number one defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Drop what forty five points on. Them? <laughs> Are they going to have to make some changes in Miami?
3: I don't know, man. I, like that's. uh I told you, I think. I think Mike McDaniel is one of the best coaches in, in in the NFL. I think he's one of the best. Yeah, but Tua Tagovailoa looks scared. Offensive minds, yeah. But like, he hears noise.
1: <sighs> I always compare. I, I said this story before, Jeremy. When I when I first got handed the keys to the car as a sophomore, I heard everything rattle around the offensive line. I heard it. I heard all the traffic. Mm-hmm. As the more I played, the less I heard. You know what I mean? Things got not only did things get slower, things got quiet for me. I didn't hear that stuff going on in front of me. He looks like he hears the
3: noise in front of him. He well, look, he couldn't pass gas on Saturday night, so it didn't even matter. Like he couldn't get anything done. Um, but yeah, maybe the change starts there first and they find their quarterback. Uh I think he's incredibly accurate, but like I can't rely on that guy. And it, and it's look, it was a comedy of errors and things that went wrong for the Dolphins down, you know, down the stretch, but we can't deny or get past the fact they only beat one team with a winning record and yeah. they shouldn't even won that game.
1: Uh, it looks like though uh, Joe said the owner about they want them there long term, so they, they look like giving them an extension. Mm. Uh, any shock with the uh, Lions Rams? Ed?
2: no, I think the Lions are going to win, but the Rams I said the Rams were dangerous. They're like the hottest team coming into the playoffs right now, <clears throat> so I thought that was going to be a problem, and it was. But they did come out way, way with a win. You I just, had to hold
1: on to that one though.
2: I had to hold on, yeah. but they did win the game. I just I just think people still because of so many years of futility, they can't get. Used to the fact the Lions are actually a good team. Uh Bill Steelers. Any changes in Pittsburgh?
3: Well, the, the Mike
1: other Tomlin, than quarterback.
3: Well, the Tomlin thing was interesting. Where he walked off. Yeah. There's, hey, you got one year left. On, where are you going? Hey, buddy. Yeah. You, no, no. I had a question. What happened to Mike? Where'd Mike go? He just walked off, like yeah. angry as hell. And I look, I get it. He's probably asked about the contract stuff. It's like, guys, can I at least talk about this game? Go be sad with my team, and then we can deal with this. In the, well, here, the
1: next here's my pushback to that, Jeremy. You answered the question about your quarterback, but you won't answer the question about you. I mean, you, you sat there and you evaluated your quarterback. Maybe he winds up in Washington. You know, but, but give us the question. Give us the Even if you say, look, that's not something. Okay, give me the Jim Harbaugh answer. Can I just enjoy this? Give me the opposite answer. Look, we just got over a tough loss right now. I really yeah. don't want to address that right now. Let me, you know. Yeah. you'll hear you know what's going to happen in the days to come or the
2: weeks to come. I mean, I would just say something. Like, you know, I think yeah, if you, you want to be just look, we just had a heartbreaking loss. I just you know I can't think about the future right now, like because I, I, I really have no idea what's
3: coming. Exactly. He, would, he literally made a face. When, hmm. It was like the James Harden face when he's like like skating off the screen when he does. <laughs> he went like this. He asked that question. He went. Huh? And just exit stage left. They didn't even say anything, like you know, <laughs>
2: the clown question,
1: bro. Anything? Nothing. It looked more like Diddy Green after he did the whole, yeah, uh, go ahead, and crown their asses. Yeah. And just turn, you just turned. Just turned and left the podium. You got a problem, old
3: man? No. <laughs> See you later.
1: Hey, speaking of changes, guys, will there be changes in Philadelphia? <laughs> That's a tough
2: one, man. I, I Philadelphia was was awesome at the beginning of the 10 season. And one. It just, and I, and he lost his team. I want a sandwich. Nick Seriano lost his team. <laughs> Let me just quickly, your opinion, Gina, obviously from Philly Eagles fan. Uh-huh. I picked the Bucks. Said the Bucks are going to paintbrush slap these guys. And so we had a bet for a sandwich. THB. What's the chance of me getting paid? Well, who, Gina?
1: Oh, oh. God. Oh, God. <laughs> I hey, thought you said a different Ed, name. Ed, you want me, me too. You want me to buy you a sandwich? I'll <laughs> go buy, I'll go buy your i go buy you a sandwich. Just... If you just want to feel like somebody bought you a sandwich, or you want to bet, you ain't getting a sandwich. There's a better. Ed, how about you buy? This is what she's going to say. Ed, buy us a sandwich yeah. and I'll give see. it back to you. You have the same. 100% that's
2: what's going to
3: happen. <laughs> That'll be nice and then you doubly lose, but you have a better chance of her actually getting a farm. Having pigs and chickens, raising them, slaughtering them, and then making you a sandwich. Or coming
1: to work 10 minutes early. Which one you want to choose. or <laughs> well,
3: days that Greg
2: is here.
1: Not, he did, I he didn't did
2: rub it, it in already.
1: Yeah. Angry Joe sells off at 645. You cannot wait to hear that because... Uh, It's a little personal. But on the other side, Maryland staged a big upset over the weekend. Coaches Breakdown up next on The Fan.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone
2: 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. And the Terrapins continue to shine defensively. They give up 67 today. And they beat Illinois 76-67. to 67. Again, if you're
1: just tuning in, Baltimore City public schools now closed. Harford County public schools are closed as well. Uh, announced earlier, Baltimore County public schools are closed. And Arundel, I'm still getting a uh, two-hour late notice on them. We'll correct that if they change, but as of now, we're getting two hours late. The Maryland Terps with a big win over number 10, Illinois, fighting Alana on uh, Sunday. Huge, huge game for the Maryland Terps. It's a game that they definitely needed uh, because this team, we talked about the tough schedule coming up, and I I thought it's funny that one of the games that we thought would definitely, they'd lose, they ended up winning. Am I the only one in the room that doesn't like Brad Underwood?
3: The Illinois coach?
1: Yeah. Am I the only one in the room that doesn't um, like him? I don't, uh, you talk about guys with a punchy face. He's one of those I guys. You know. I get that. I get that. He has a punchy face to me. Uh, I said a couple of weeks ago, the game with Julian Reese played 34 minutes and he had four shot attempts. That you, And I even said to the coach when he was on here, um, and I asked him, are you going to do a, have an exerted effort to get Julian Reese more shots, getting the ball more? And he kind of alluded to Julian has to do some things, yada, yada, yada. But I believe the offense has to do some things for Julian as well. He's not a create-his-own-shot kind of guy. Since that time, Julian Reese has been putting up, I believe, double-digit shots per game. On Sunday, he had 20 points, 11 rebounds. That's him. Jameer Young is going to get his shots. He played all 40 minutes, though. Uh, Hats off to him. He went all 40 minutes. He had 28 points and 8 assists. But here's the key to Maryland, in my opinion, Jeremy. They made up their mind after, uh, what's the name, Marcus Domask? Scored 13 in the first half. He also scored 13 in the second half. Uh, Illinois doesn't go deep on the bench. They only play two players off the bench. They played. They went seven deep. It looked to me, especially in the second half, that Maryland's defensive switch or defensive assignment was, Dumas is going to get his. We're not going to over-assert ourselves for, against him. We're not letting anybody else get off tonight. They had two players in Illinois. Uh, uh, Scoring double figures, I thought this was Maryland's best defensive effort of the year. In the first five minutes of the second half, they only gave up seven points to Illinois. In the first ten minutes of the second half, they gave up a total of eleven points to Illinois. That that stop that defense coming out of halftime. Those adjustments that they made. Keep in mind, they gave up what uh, uh, thirty something points, thirty nine points in the first half, twenty eight in the second. That defensive, the defensive adjustment that they made in the second half, where they were switching a lot better and they were fighting through screens a lot better. Um they it seemed at some point they made up their minds. We're not gonna out we're not gonna try to outscore and get into a shooting, a shootout against Illinois. We're gonna defend. We're gonna play superior defense and stop them. Uh didn't give up a ton of offensive rebounds either in that second half. First half they gave up a lot, they gave up 15 overall, which is too many, but a lot of those were in the first half. I thought it was all about the defensive adjustments that was made uh, at halftime. You said they called him the chiropractor. Yeah, mm-hmm. they came out. They came out yesterday. I mean, Friday, Sunday in the second half, like they had an adjustment.
2: Yeah, and well, you, you know what's important too, though I think, and this is something I look at it every every game with them. Only had seven turnovers. I mean, they've been turning the ball over to the tune of like fifteen.
3: Well, that's that's a key. I mean, they didn't shoot well from the outside again, um, but that's. To be expected, but, but like you
2: said they held them with twenty eight points in the second half, and, and they scored thirty nine. Defense, yeah, defense was, defense
3: was good. Well, you look at uh, you look at the situation. What happened? Like they they don't get to go deep either. I mean, they they went nine deep in their bench, but realistically, Maryland trusts six guys, and then the other three bench guys are like, if he gets in foul trouble, I need to spell him that they're coming in. Yeah. Um, and I think you know when you look at Jameer Young playing forty minutes, not coming off the floor. There are some guys that can do this, and I know they're young. It's just asking a lot. You almost need him. You know, because if you're going to give him a tough defensive assignment on the other side, you will wear that kid out. But, hey, he played his ass off. And you mentioned um, talking about Reese and what he was able to do. Look, being a big boy in the middle and and trying to get your touches and make sure you're getting your boards and playing defense. Like, he fills it up with the stocks every week.
1: And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, Jeremy. You're right about that 40 minutes. And and you got to do what you got to do. But here's the key. They were at Illinois on Sunday. Tomorrow at Northwestern, I would bet you money, and we haven't had coach on since. Then we have him on today. I would almost bet he's on the day at nine forty-five. I would almost bet you money that he didn't come home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got Joe. Just said one hundred percent. They just they're still out there. Okay, so what? Jameer Young's done nothing since Sunday. He's doing nothing. He's getting treatment. Mm-hmm. He's working with the trainer. He may do a, a little bit for cardio, but with with the lack with no travel Ed – I'm not as concerned about him playing 40 minutes. With no travel, you play Sunday and again Wednesday. On on that Division One level, I'm not so much worried about him playing uh, 40 minutes against the number 10 team in the country.
2: Me either. I, and I can't believe they had such a convincing win over the number 10 team in the country. I was getting real down on the team. And now, like, all right. <laughs> Conference win. Ranked team. How big was this win for them, Jeremy? Oh, it's huge. Because... I mean,
3: moving forward. Well, it, it, can you build off of it? Like, it doesn't mean much to me if you can't do anything after this because, you know, like, is a tough place to play. Yeah, it is. So Purdue went and down always there. Always tough, tough for them. Yeah, Purdue went down there earlier this year. So don't overlook a Northwestern team. Again, I'm still uh, – I, I want to give them credit when they when they deserve credit, and I don't want it to feel like I'm, I'm ever just bashing them for the sake of bashing them. But, like, it's a big win. I still need to see more because right now it's just, all that means to me is you had a great upset in the middle of a – Kind of a questionable season. Uh,
1: what I when I hear what I have we have uh, Kevin Willard on today, and, and you know, I'll, I'll ask I ask him. I tell him what's on my mind. First thing I'm saying to him was is going to be about the defensive adjustment. I'm a defensive coach, and to see Maryland. Maryland came out there with different energy, folks defensively in that second half. It was almost intimidating to watch. They were, I mean, they were crisp on his, on switching when they switched up top. Uh, they fought through the screens. They sat on a, on the screener, got through him, squeezed through him when they had to the, uh, fight the screens. Uh, I thought Julian played good down bottom. Uh, I, I just thought the defensive effort. Julian Reese had one foul. He had one. He finished the game with one foul. He played thirty four minutes. They had a double double and finished the game with one foul. Maryland had fifteen fouls total, and that was four four by one player. Actually, two players committed eight together. I just, I, Jeremy, I, I have to start the defensive effort by this basketball team, and that was just unbelievable. It energized me. I know it energized them. When when you play defense the way they do, that says effort. Anybody can go out there and shoot the ball and and display talent, Ed. But you play defense the way they did in the second half. That to me, that says effort. That's why
2: nobody likes to play defense because it takes effort. <laughs> takes a lot of effort. It takes yeah. one to. Yeah. And you don't fill up the stat sheet, really. But they look good, man. They look really good. That's, I, I'm happy with the win because it was, you know, you take whatever you can get and, you know, point to it as a little, you know, hopeful sign. Maybe this is it. Maybe they to turn this around a little bit and start, you know, playing some better basketball. Because that's, well, that's a big win. It, it wasn't like they won, you know, by one.
3: Yeah, it's it's weird, too. So contrast of styles of what they're going to see along the way. Like you face an Illinois team that can get up-tempo. Um, you face a Northwestern team that can kind of muck it up a little bit uh, in the next game. Then you get uh-huh. Michigan State, who they have their own style. I don't know if you saw Izzo's kid scored a bucket and everybody lost their mind. Yeah. Iowa is going to run up-tempo. You're going to have to run with these guys. They're going to press you for, I was going to say, four quarters, but two halves. And then it's right back into Rutgers, Ohio State, Iowa, Illinois again, Wisconsin, more ranked teams. There's so. a chance, though. I mean, you can get some momentum going, but here's the here, – and
1: I know where you're going with this, and I, I get where you're going with this, and tell me if I'm wrong. Wins like this could get you going, or wins like this could disappoint you because it could become a big letdown afterwards.
3: Yeah, I mean, you can seriously have yeah. a, a huge letdown. Yeah. Like I just went to look uh, while we were talking to see who Illinois was playing to see if there was any chance of a look-ahead game or anything. There was nothing like that. It was mm-hmm. just a good win by Maryland. Yeah. Um, you know, fi- catching them after a, a big win that they had over Michigan State. Yeah.
1: Cordell Woodland joins us at seven fifteen, but on the other side, Angry Joe. Joe, what you angry about, man? All
6: right. That's more Ravens content, but it's just because the, I don't understand what's going on with this fan base sometimes. Me either. Um, so the Pac- we saw the Packers destroy the Cowboys, and that score is not really indicative of how that game went. It was not that close. Right. Even that was 16 points, and it wasn't even that close. Ravens fans started tweeting at Patrick Queen saying, Don't let this happen to us.
1: <laughs> so you, you,
6: you're angry with the fans. Joe? I yeah, and then even Patrick Queen even went off further on that. So I'll talk more about that when we when we get back in there.
1: Baltimore's the big bad morning show. Angry Joe up next on the fan. Talk to us, Angry Joe. No, those Raven fans are getting to you. Don't let them
6: do it. It's two weeks in a row, man. I'm I'm triggered. I'm real triggered. Triggered. <laughs> tell them why you're mad. Well, I, I will tell you, Jeremy in the middle of the of the demolition of the uh of the Dallas Cowboys ravens fans started tweeting at patrick queens telling them please don't let us get beat by houston and patrick queen tweeted please stop please stop tweeting me saying don't let that happen to us go watch a movie or something <laughs> i like that i mean like and just reading these replies, it's even more of a reason why you think like some people shouldn't have social media. Like one dude said, "Well, don't let it happen then, and don't let a running back score in that funky little wheel route that people keep doing to you." Oh my god! Uh, like I I don't I don't understand why people are so like you wouldn't think that we're a team that's won two Super Bowls in the short time. That we've been a franchise. Is that what you get from that? Well, it's just in the sense of what are you so scared about? Uh, what I get from that is
1: get a life. Well, I mean, why yes, you, why you, why obviously. You, yeah. Why are you treating Twitter or social media like it's it's a text? Like you got somebody's phone number and it's okay. That's what I get out that's,
3: of this. That's what this is. That's what and as far, as, far as
1: you I mean, being yeah. afraid, I don't care. What I get out of that is. Like Patrick Queen said, get a life. Well, Go I mean, watch that, a movie. On a, Go that's more a of a
6: on a personal level, and technically, like he's a public figure that's using a public forum, like that he's kind of asking for it. If he didn't want that to be, yeah, no, you the never case. asked
1: for that. No one asked for that.
6: No one asked for that. Uh, that's okay. That's completely outside of the point that I'm trying to make. This is a team that has ten wins against other teams that have winning records. We have already beat the Texans once, and granted, that was a much different team than on in early September. But so are we. We are a million times better than the team that beat the Texas 25-9 in the first game of the season. I, I don't understand why everyone is is so nervous. To think that we're the same team that lost the same one seed that lost in 2019 well, almost three years ago to the day now, is not it's not the same. We are a million times better than that, and I have zero doubts that we're going to win. One million times better. One million times better. Better than that, and I one million times believe that we are going to win on Saturday.
3: What is it? Yeah, but there is the the aspect of fans that want to reach out, and it's like you you have access to some of these celebrities and write stuff, and then write something so negative and attack somebody, and then get upset when they chime back in. That's some, that's, that's the part. But then there's some people that enjoy it. Oh, that's all I wanted. I I just wanted you to respond to me, so exactly, I wrote something
6: yeah. so so awful to you. You should just never respond at all, yeah. or just don't have a Twitter. It's a cesspool. Yeah, the, <laughs> it's a sore. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's awful, sore. especially for an athlete. But again, I mean, if you don't want to deal with it, then don't have one. But that's outside of that. I don't understand why Ravens fans are so nervous. Uh, and now I'm getting calls about people saying, "Oh, Baker Mayfield has a better playoff record than Lamar Jackson." Okay, well, Baker Mayfield has had to play in the wild card round a lot more than Lamar Jackson ever has. Why don't we ever? take that as if Lamar had to play in the wild card round, then he'd probably be three and three. Is that any better?
3: Well, that's the the, the point that I always make about this is you got to win more than one game to get out with a winning record, right? You got to, you can't just win one, lose one. and we're back at 500. You have to make some sort of a run to wind up with a winning record in the postseason. But this gets brought up all the time. Anybody thinking that, You'd rather have Baker Mayfield right now more than Lamar Jackson. You're ridiculous.
6: Does Patrick Mahomes has never played it'll be his first road playoff game next weekend. Well, the people should be telling, you know, he's never won a road playoff game. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or if he if he loses all oh, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is 0 and 1 and he can't win on the road in the yep. playoffs. Uh, he's terrible. <laughs> Joe Flacco has the same amount of road playoff wins as Tom Brady. Is Joe Flacco better than Tom Brady? He's they
1: shouldn't should even be bring up, brought up in the same conversation. Not
6: at all. The only time you should ever bring it up is the one time that he beat him. If Joe Flacco's offense could tackle,
3: they'd be undefeated.
6: I don't trust Lamar with his team. I don't know what it is. There's just something I trust more about Joe. And I don't know is what Joe, it is. Is
3: Joe Flacco's offense. If his offense
6: could tackle, tackle he'd be undefeated. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. It's just the next few days, I'm looking forward to it to just see how people are going to – the discourse around the game. I always enjoy that. But there is going to be the underlying thing of why are people so scared.
1: And he threw that second pick – the second pick six. I was at Green Turtle. I ran over to somebody. High five. Don't want a high five. Okay, let me find a high fiver. <laughs> let me
6: find a high fiver. I mean, you would expect you were like you said before about thirty minutes ago. Were you really that surprised that the Cowboys did that. No. no, 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 I'm not surprised that you compare that to Joe. I'm not surprised that that Joe Flacco did that either. I told people, no, he's going to send, he's going to throw a game ceiling pick for the other team. And I, look I, what happened. By the way,
3: I thought it was ballsy of Chris Sims. Cause he shouldn't be calling out anyone, but he was like, look guys, if you've watched Joe Flacco play, he realized he's throwing a lot of 50-50 balls. Some of them are oh, going to yeah. go the other way. Yeah, And, you know, history will tell you that's going to happen. And, he like, he mentioned it before the Texans game.
2: We so <laughs> I mean, have guys like Derek Mason and Quan Bolden. He'll win, it. They'll win a lot of those. Yeah. But he I, did throw a lot of 50-50s. Thank
1: you very much, Angry Joe. Tell him why you're mad, son. He did. He's upset with people. <laughs> he know, not understand why people are so afraid. Tell him why you're way mad. They are. I woke up. <laughs> then what happened? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> just, you know, they just realized that you know they, they're in a bad mood because they realized they didn't die in their sleep. <laughs> uh, tell them why you're mad. <laughs>
3: I want to get one of these juicy ones where he's like he's mad about something on the political spectrum and everything. <laughs> Woo, get that thing going. Ain't going there. Go turn Baltimore upside down. <laughs>
1: Place will be turned upside down. Yeah. <laughs> Cordell Woodland joins <laughs> Cordell Woodland joins us at seven fifteen. But on the other side, the Dallas Cowboys eliminated in the wild card round. Are they in search of a new coach? And will Bill Belichick land in Atlanta? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. What's trending up next on the fan?
4: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.